What's up, you guys? Hope everybody's doing good. Um, I'm actually just sitting my ass down um, in a bath, just to <laughs> maybe de-stress, recover. Did a bit of a session this morning. Um, session wasn't actually that great, which is which is it? Well, I could I could probably tell you that I knew it wasn't going to be that great. Um, but I think when it actually materializes and then it isn't that great, you're still you're still a little bit like bummed at the fact that it's not feeling great, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, if there's any sort of sense to that. Um so I, I've I think what sort of happened um over like over the last probably like eighteen months, if I were to look back um at my training i remember a long long time ago um saying that i i never wanted to fall into the trap of just you know bouncing from marathon to marathon um i thought it was a i thought back then it was a silly thing to do um i thought back then it was a silly trap to fall into um and and what you what you end up doing is you know, you, you finish one marathon and then you, well, the, what I've been doing is, you know, I, I finished Doha and then when Doha was over, I calculated how many weeks it was to Dublin. I put a bit of a plan in place to try to get from Doha to Dublin in one piece. Then I finished Dublin and I calculated how many weeks it was to Houston. I think it was 12 weeks, maybe something like that. Um, I mean, I could do it November, December, January. Yeah, it might have only been 10 weeks. Um, so we had 10 weeks to put together a plan um, to get to Houston, not only in one piece, but, you know, maintain fitness, things like this. Um, I think what tends to happen when you fall into that trap is there's just not enough weeks or time to work on things that you've neglected. Um, for example, the last time I probably um, worked on 5K stroke, 10K fitness, um, bar like, obviously I did a four or five week sort of plan for the Irish Championships. Um, what when was that that was last year so last year obviously i had been struggling i was in belfast and and we put together this four or five week plan um to get myself in pretty good shape to be able to go to the irish championships and and you know hopefully give a good account to myself um it obviously worked i went to the irish championships and i gave a good account to myself four or five weeks before that there's no way I could have achieved what I sort of ended up achieving, achieving, sorry, at the Irish Championships. Um, <clears throat> so it's almost like I feel like I need to put a rule in place that says something along the lines of if you cannot get close to, you know, maybe 28, 30 to 29 minutes for 10K, um four or five weeks into your marathon build-up, you know, you shouldn't be doing a marathon. Um, and the reason I say that is because it, it is important. It's still, 
obviously you can fall into this trap where you you put a lot of importance on marathon type training and you know your sessions are longer they're slower so that you can go longer and you're putting a huge emphasis on being able to run at certain speeds um like for me you know five minutes per mile for 26 miles uh but personally for me there's been no emphasis on really running faster than that um and and you know i'm talking like 430 to 440 pace um and i don't just mean doing strides on a thursday i mean like like volume at those sort of times um you know there was a time and place where i could do something like five or six times two kilometer on the track and i could alternate between like six minutes which is 448 per mile and 540 which is 432 per mile so i could do you know if i went to the track right now and tried to run a 2k in 540 i'd i'd probably really struggle um which is fucking crazy. I might not even be able to run 8.30 for 3K. And and the fact that I don't know is probably what's even more crazy. Um, and so it's one of those things, like, I think the way it sort of works is if you're not, if you're not working on it and you don't put in the work, um, you know, that system just, you know, don't expect it to just exist. Don't expect that system to just be there. Um, that's that's not how um, it functions. Uh, and so today I went to the the Victoria Park. Um, it was a bit windy, but it wasn't crazy. It wasn't wasn't as bad as it has been, but it was still pretty windy. Um, and and the plan was to do what I want to try and do is combine um, some marathon type stuff but also go back to some of that 10K stroke half marathon type stuff. Um, and, and basically the way I, I, I spoke to, I, I called Robert Demmead, um, Irish coach, a couple of days ago just to have a bit of a chat. And, and I think one of the things we sort of spoke about was you don't, you don't have to go completely one way or completely the other. So you don't have to go back to, you know, completely marathon type stuff. Um, but also you don't have to go in the opposite direction and, you know, completely be like a, a 10K stroke half marathon, stroke 5K, whatever. Um, but you can definitely do like a little combination of both. So this morning the plan was to go to the park and do a fairly steady warm up like I have been doing where you're doing, you know, four miles um, around 5.30 pace. Um and then I decided I've had a bit of a, a foot stroke, um, like proprioceptor, like the balance muscles, not like issue, but we noticed a bit of swelling. So, um, the physios told me that I'd be better wearing like, you know, heavy trainers and, um, just something with a bit more support. So I'm sort of wearing like the Under Armour structure shoe. Um, and I don't know if that didn't help that I didn't have flats on or anything like this. Um, but I did like my 530s and they were fine, you know, they, they felt pretty comfortable and, um, and, and I did those. And then I, I did a bit of a warm up and I did the first two mile rep and I really wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, 
And I think I ran 5.03 and then 5.01. And then I took two minutes recovery. And then I went 5.01, 5.03. And then I took two minutes recovery. And I was supposed to do another two-mile rep. But I, I just couldn't see it. <laughs> um, and so I did a one-mile rep and ran 4.56, and it was quite nice to sort of like, you know, go sub five, and, uh, but it's, you know, what was amazing and interesting to me is just that, that very subtle difference that, you know, you're not, you're putting that intensity, like the, the heart rate, the heart rate that I was sitting at, and, and stuff like that would probably be around about what I could run a half marathon in, I would say, um, certainly like 10 mile, 10 mile to half marathon. Um, but it was amazing to me that when I put that intensity up a little bit and move it away from like my marathon type heart rate and type intensity, there's just, there's just very little difference between the paces I'm operating at. Um, and that, that's where the problem lies. Um, I think, I think I've fallen into this trap before. And I've realized that your, call it like your paces or your intensities, whatever you want to call it, they can get very close together, which is great for the marathon, but it's not very good for like other events. So um, when your marathon pace gets very close to your half marathon pace and your half marathon pace gets very close to your 10 kilometer pace and your 10 kilometer pace gets very close to your five kilometer pace, um, it's probably more to do with a lack of training at the important intensities for, for each individual event. So, you know, if you haven't done a five kilometer training session in probably two years, you know, don't expect to go and run a really fast five kilometer. Um, nor, nor should you expect to have that skill or that asset. So when I tell you that I might not be able to break 8.30 for 3K, I genuinely mean it. Now, it doesn't mean in two months' time I couldn't break eight minutes or, you know, I'm, I might even be able to run close to like 7.55 or something like this because, you know, I'm still, I'm still a far better athlete in so many areas, you know, mentally, physically, um, because of gym, mentally, because of all the work I do myself and with Gary, um, I'm, my foundation, my aerobic capacity, you know, is is way beyond um, what it ever had been before. Um, but I still definitely lost. I've just lost some skills that I guess I used to possess. Um, you know, skills like being able to go to a track and do eight by a K and two fifty. Um fuck, there was no two fifties this morning. <laughs> um so yeah, so it, it was interesting to me. Um really, really interesting. And you know, I'm I'm you feel this like <coughs> you feel this like push to, you know, jump back into marathon type training and um because you know Boston is there and um but actually like marathon type training right now might not even be the thing to help Boston. Um I'm really good at putting like a marathon plan in place. Like, you know, I, I love that part. I, I, I love sitting down and, and mapping out a, a really nice marathon type plan. Um but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you should be doing right now. 
Um, and I've sort of like, I've sort of like came to that conclusion. And um, in the marathon plan that I put together, uh, there was still there was still some um, 10k stroke half marathon um, training sessions in there, but but very few to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and so it might be that I need to take a look at that and it might be that I need to, you know, make some adjustments and, um, make sure that I'm just not neglecting, um, bits of work that, that are going to need to get done. Um, so yeah, so that's important. Um, I think, I think it's just important to bring back some of the skills that I possess in order to use them on the start line of the marathon. Um, like I, I believe that I'm pretty good. I think I'm a pretty good marathoner naturally. Um, but obviously I'm learning that I'm not, I'm not naturally pretty good at like 10k stroke half marathon type stuff. Um, and I listen to, I listen to podcasts all the time. And, um, one of the things I've been listening to recently is, uh, it's an, it's called The Interview by David Goggins. And, and you know, we, we, he talks about like, a lot of people, if they're good at running, all they do is run. That, that's what they like to do. And, and I feel like what I've sort of done is, obviously, I'm good at running. Obviously, I like running, so I choose to run. But I think what I've sort of done is naturally, I've been more inclined to go to a park, work at a heart rate that I want to work at, that I'm comfortable working at. And I don't even mind doing that twice a day, you know. Like, I'll do two sessions, no problem. I have no issue with that, um, which is interesting. But, you know, then all of a sudden you ask me to do something today, you know, three times two mile with a minute recovery used to be such a standard session for me. So standard. It used to be, it was no issue to me whatsoever. I used to go and knock out three times two mile like, like it was nothing. Like it was, like it was easy. Um, and there was me this morning, you know, I couldn't even finish the session. Um, and, and so it doesn't like, it doesn't make me not a good athlete this morning. It doesn't make me like a quitter this morning. It, it's, it's just telling me that there's a weakness there. And so for me not to act upon that would seem really stupid. Um, actually my breathing was pretty bad. Like, like not because there was allergies or asthma or anything like this. Again, it's just telling me that you haven't done VO2 stuff in such a long time. So you know, there's there's probably there's probably a hundred kids in Ireland could have done that session with me this morning and probably look better doing it. You know, but there's not a hundred kids in Ireland can do what I do when the start light where when the gun goes in any race for that matter, whether it's a five k, ten k, half marathon, marathon. Um, you know, like you're, I'm taught, like, I'm the, I'm the national champion over 10k for the last two years in a row. And, you know, I ran 13, um, 50 for 5k not that long ago. Um, so it's not that I, it's not that I can't move these things forward. It's just almost like a reluctance to, um, it's an obsession by doing marathon stuff. Marathon, 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 marathon. So, I've been sat in this dilemma recently about, um, you know, what if other Irish guys run fast? Um, you know, am I definitely doing the right marathon and, and stuff like this? And, and, and in reality, 
I, I'm focusing on the wrong fucking things because in reality, I have shit that I need to take care of that, you know, isn't linked to any other Irish person. I have to bring back skills that I used to possess that I no longer possess. Um, and if I don't do that, then, you know, I'm going to struggle. I'm not going to be able to run potentially times that I'm capable of running, um, both at the marathon and at other distances. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really know what that means. Um, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. It's been such a stupid, stressful, and, and I'm, I'm going to just say bullshit week. Um, my, my head's been all over the place, and, and I'm... I'm talking to so many different people and asking for so many different people's opinions and things like this that um it, it does just make you a bit stressed it does just um yeah it, it definitely opens up um the door to stress just piling in and and it ends up just confusing you even more Um, you know one minute i want to jump on a plane back to flagstaff the next minute i don't and and things like this and and then you know like when all the stress is said and done and then you go and you, you, you try to do a session that should be a really straightforward session um, and it ends up not being a very, very straightforward session and, you know, it, it begs the question, like, like you know, is, is that, should that be the main priority? Never mind, never mind trying to figure out the perfect plan or, and like, what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Like, you know, should I just be, be focusing on the day to day and, Making sure the the sessions that I'm doing are are giving me some kind of a return, um, in the form of um working working on the things that I need to work on right now, rather than just trying to get stuck into like a fresh new marathon training block, um, uh, you know, when in reality that might not be what my body needs right now. Now, that's I I actually believe. If mentally I could be okay with it, um, I actually believe that I could probably afford to spend the next um, three to four weeks um, barely doing any marathon stuff. Um, you know, I, I could still, instead of doing like a three-mile slow warm-up jog and then three times two-mile and then a three-mile slow warm-down, you know, I could still do... It feels slightly marathon-esque if you're still doing like a three to four mile pretty steady warm-up. Um, just throwing a bit of fatigue, just a tiny, tiny bit of fatigue in the legs before you start. Um, and then you're still in the three times two mile, you're still putting the heart rate to where it needs to be and, and you're still putting the intensity and your breathing to where it needs to be. All that suffers is maybe your pace fractionally. Um, because you know you've done an extended warm up that was pretty steady. Um, I'm sure I could still every two weeks, you know, throw in a marathon session. But I think the balance needs to needs to sort of be switched drastically. Whereas whereas at the moment I'm doing like five marathon type sessions and then one 10k but actually more half marathon, not even 10K. I think the balance might need to switch to um, where you're doing, you know, the opposite. You know, you might be doing four 10K stroke half marathon sessions and then one um, one marathon. 
and, and only for a few weeks. And what, what you, I think what I will find with this kind of stuff is that, um, I think it'll develop fairly fast. Um, so I think the situation I might find myself in is, you know, within, within two weeks or within three weeks, you know, you might go back and you might repeat something like this morning in two weeks time. And you might find that you're, you know, you're, you're light years ahead of where you are. You know, you, you might be down to like 450 pace already. Um, and, and when you've done the background work and you've done the foundation training and you've done the mileage and you've done years of consistency, that's generally speaking what can happen. Um, but obviously if you've not done the background and the foundation, it's very difficult to see improvements like that. Um, but also, you won't see improvements like that unless you go and fucking get it done. Um, so, you know, it's all well and good thinking or talking about doing like half marathon and 10K type stuff. But if you don't actually go and bloody do it, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I could, I could, I could rattle off a session, you know, that I was capable of doing like last week or, um, you know, a marathon type session that I've done in the past and, and it would sound like super impressive. But yet I could still have done one of those sessions this morning and it would sound really impressive. You know, like, you know, I probably would have had no issue doing, you know, five miles at 540 um, straight into three mile of fartlek and then one mile at 540 and then six miles at 510, one mile at 540 and then maybe a mile hard at like 440. Um, but that's just because that's what I'm comfortable doing right now. Um, and actually only one mile of that at the very end, like would have hurt me. Um, the rest I'm, I'm well within a comfort zone. So I'm just sitting, I'm sitting in a really comfortable pocket and just feeling pretty comfortable the whole time. Um, what threw me off today was, you know, at the end of like the first lap, of the mile, of the two mile, you know, you're one mile in and you're already pretty tired and you're having to like dig in almost a bit. And then like you on the second lap, you hit that wind. And like normally when I hit the wind, I don't mind slowing to like 510, 515 and, and then gradually picking it back up again when like the wind tapers off on the other far side. But whereas like today when you're trying to hold close to five minute pace into the wind, it just felt different. Um, but yeah, so like there's no, nothing's negative today. Like, like if anything, you should be absolutely delighted and thrilled to find weaknesses. It might not always seem that way, but, um, you know, it's finding weaknesses is a good thing. Um, it gives you something to work on and it gives you something to improve. And, and, you know, that's what we should be looking for. So if you're going to take anything from today's podcast, I would suggest, you know, figuring out yourself what your own weaknesses are. You know, if you're starting to get a bit too comfortable doing flat runs or hilly runs or, you know, change it up a bit and, and be willing to work on your weaknesses. And um, if you're finding yourself wearing flats all the time and, you know, never wearing heavy trainers or never training on grass, switch it up a bit. Like, you know, your Strava might not look as good, but mentally it might be exactly what you needed. Um, and that's what it's all about. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in my second rep today. And I'm pounding with these, like, you know, these, it's called, they're called the Guardians, Hover Guardian, the Under Armour shoe. And, you know, they're pretty heavy and it's a structure shoe and everybody knows what a heavy structure shoe feels like. And of course, I'm starting to get like pissed off at these shoes. 
But like, I, then I just have to like recompose myself and be like, hey, you know, maybe that's what today's all about. Maybe today is, you know, not about feeling perfect and lighting your feet and all shit like this. Like basically fucking suck it up and get it done. Um, and so I, I think I did a good job of that. Um, but yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, have a think about it. Um, and as per usual, thanks for listening and, and have a good day.